welcome to the Nutrition Awareness Podcast, co-hosted by yours truly, Kate Richardson and Megan Pachecki. We're two registered dietitians here to make your life easier by debunking diet myths, sharing scientific information about nutrition, and keeping you motivated to reach your goals. We want to teach you everything we know by giving you real life examples of how we've helped our combined thousands of clients transform their lives, lose weight, and get healthy without having to go on another cookie cutter diet. On this podcast, we'll be giving you our best advice, strategies, and mindset shifts so you too can reach your goals using food and most importantly, enjoy the process. Fun little insider secret about why we are talking about canned alcoholic beverages today like seltzers and vodka sodas is because one of my friends was listening to the podcast shout out to kyle and he heard us literally rip apart energy drinks and talking about the ingredients and how what we look for in products not only are going to be the nutrition facts but what is actually inside a beverage or food And so he sent me a message and was like, hey, this is really interesting that you were talking about the ingredients in Celsius. He is a sales representative in Florida for a beverage called Canteen, which is a vodka soda. And he started telling me some of the ingredients about Canteen, the differences between their ingredients versus competitors like High Noon, White Claw. And so I sent that to Megan and I was just like, look at this, like, it was kind of funny. Someone's listening to our podcast. You should try these out because, you know, if you listen to the podcast before, I'm not drinking alcohol. And then we started chatting and you were like, we should do a podcast episode about what's in your White Claw. Because I don't know. Because we don't know. (laughs) Never thought about it. So we're going to talk all about the ingredients in different types of alcoholic beverages, specifically like that seltzer trope. Realm. Realm. Yeah, realm. Although I have to be very clear here. Kyle instructed me to tell you that the canteen drink, if you've never looked it up before, it's not a seltzer, it's a vodka soda. And that makes a difference in the nutrition because there's no alcohol that has to be fermented. Everything just comes from the vodka and not the sugar alcohol in something like White Claw or Trulies. So it's a bit different than a seltzer, but it's, I would put it in the same category when I just think about them. I don't know if you've ever looked, but one thing you'll notice on any kind of alcohol they don't have to list the ingredients Mm -mm. so whether it's beer or seltzer or vodka soda or whatever if you look on the box you look on the can the ingredients usually are not there Mm -hmm. now the nutrition facts sometimes will be but a lot of times the nutrition facts aren't even there so you'll get a six pack of craft beers it could have Mm -hmm. 600 calories or 100 calories you don't really know Mm -hmm. but i would say in the past five ten years it's become in vogue to have canned drinks that are lower calorie and so those ones will then put we have 99 calories or 100 calories or 96 calories on them but it's not required on any alcohol label Mm-mm. to have ingredients or nutrition facts you know i'm, I'm i don't want to say i'm like ashamed but kind of ashamed that i never even would look up ingredients in alcohol i would look at the calories or i'd google the calories in specific drinks just out of curiosity but i never like looked up ingredients and things I think the first time I went down that rabbit hole was with wine. Oh, yeah. Okay. When going down like that natural wine rabbit mm-hmm. hole I was down for a while, mm-hmm. like only drinking the natural wine without the added sulfates and things like that. And I thought that was just really interesting the, to have wine without any additives in it and drink it as it occurs and how it tastes. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but yeah, in terms of like what we know about what's in our alcohol, we just don't know a lot because they don't have to tell us. Dude, ignorance is bliss. <laughs> right? right? I mean, like I say that, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of nice, especially with alcohol, which people already know it's not a health food. It's like, oh, well, if it's not a health food, why am I going to look for the healthiest options? But the perspective probably should be, well, if you're going to be drinking multiple alcoholic beverages, that's still going to be a dent in what you're intaking throughout the day and it matters so we should know what we're drinking we should know what we're eating alcohol shouldn't be an exception so i'm glad we're doing this episode yeah uh what i thought was really interesting is when i looked at the ingredients of a lot of different seltzer brands and compared them a lot of the ingredients are pretty good like there's nothing that really stuck out to me that was shocking there's not a whole lot of added sugar except in things like white claw and it still would be low i think white claw had like two grams of sugar cane sugar and they need that to ferment the alcohol in that beverage so Mm -hmm. it's necessary Uh, i would say that's kind of their mo for most of these mm -hmm. seltzers they are marketing towards people who are younger active care about their nutrition i think that's one of the reasons why these became popular in the first place because people were drinking seltzers instead of sodas Mm -hmm. and so they thought okay well if people are doing that well how can we make this into the alcohol how do we make it in the alcohol world and i think people got a hold of that and know that they're 100 calories or less and Mm -hmm. so it feels less filling than Mm -hmm. drinking beer and it feels in this it's in the skinny can yes so it just feels a little bit lighter (laughs) and you drink drink it like water yes that's the problem okay so i live in this apartment complex that literally reminds me the pool reminds me of like a miami pool party sometimes like you will go there and people are in speedos they've got speakers i go up there and i'm like i just wanted to read my book not not happening and all the the hot young people they're all drinking seltzers they're all drinking these like you know these things so yeah it's definitely picked up um i laugh because when i used to drink i would drink the the lights the blue moon light sky like i don't like super sweet beverages more than one or two that's just my preference so i would drink beer but beer would be make me burp and it's higher in carbohydrates more filling and the the light sky blue moon it's like 90 calories or something and i'd always joke that it was like the virginia slims of beer because it seemed so old ladyish in this like skinny can like somebody who's a smoker would drink their light skies (laughs) but okay let me tell you okay so we were we were looking at the different types of seltzers and so kyle who works for canteen he dropped off just at a comparison which i'm drinking right now yeah by the way. yeah pretty good clink your glass so there's proof <laughs> yeah so the interesting thing and this is the point i made to him when he dropped these off we're not sponsored by the way so sorry we don't have a, a discount code for you <laughs> but, but they're good and so we were looking at it and because canteen's a vodka soda there's no sugar that's added. Uh, the sweetener they use is monk fruit extract, which is a naturally occurring zero calorie sugar. And they use uh, essence oils from the fruit to flavor things. So there's no juice. And that's why they keep it zero carbs compared to it looks like like high noon has five grams of carbs from the juice. And then, of course, truly and white claw are going to have some sugar because that's what ferments the alcohol. And I was thinking, I'm like, well, you know, you might just look at it and be like, oh, what's the difference between like two grams of sugar? But typically a lot of people, when they're drinking these things, they're having more than one. Yeah. So it adds up. So if you're going to have like three or four drinks throughout the day, well, if you're having a high noon, that's about five grams of sugar, that's 20 grams of sugar. 
the recommended daily allowance for added sugar in a day is, what, 21 grams? Something like that yeah. for women, I think, 21 grams. So it adds up. So it's like, well, you know, why not just choose one that's got lower carbs depending on how much you're drinking? Well, here's my thing, too. With the seltzer waters, like even LaCroix, we mm-hmm. talked about this before. I, I'm like a skeptical, you know, like mm-hmm. you're making this taste like lemon lime and you're telling me all that's in there <laughs> is natural flavors. But it's kind of the same. I feel the same way about White Claw. Like it tastes mm-hmm. like mango, but you're telling me all that's in there is like a little bit of juice and only enough to give me two grams of sugar, but it tastes like mango. What? Yeah, well, that's the thing because it's it's got natural flavors in it. And if you don't know, the word natural in the food and beverage industry is not regulated. So anything is natural. And what's the word? There's a phrase where it's like, if somebody sees something is natural, there's like a, an association that it's healthier. There's some kind of phrase for it, like natural mm. bias or something. <laughs> we just kind of assume that anything from nature is healthy mm. and anything that's man-made is not. So the term natural is not regulated. So when we see on White Claw, there's natural flavors. Gotcha. What yeah. does that mean? It's flavors from something that isn't. It's made in a lab. Like, let's be honest. Yeah, it's just made in a lab. lab. So, I I mean... They didn't pick it out of the... Pick a four of the cover out of the ground and put it in your white claw and make it taste like raspberries. Exactly. It just doesn't (laughs) happen like that. And then... But you also have to think at the same time, just because it's made in a lab, you can't automatically assume that's unhealthy and it's going to kill you. It just probably means, like, okay, that's what it is. It's not this, like, health halo that you think it is. Yeah, I think that's kind of the road that they were going down now is there's so many drinks that are marketing themselves as healthy mm-hmm. and healthier, like the Vizzy, Vizzy drinks. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Yes. So the Vizzy drinks that say they have all these antioxidants and then you're like, well, why not choose these? Because mm-hmm. I'm also getting antioxidants along with my alcohol. The problem is alcohol is like the opposite. Yeah, it's not healthy. An antioxidant. <laughs> yeah. It's going to cause inflammation in your system. And so... By claiming that it then has antioxidants, which are anti-inflammatory, but you're drinking something that is inflammatory, like, yeah, it's That's why the FDA was like, hey, you guys have to, like, do a little bit better with your marketing. Didn't they say they have, like, a super fruit in there, too? They're like, oh, yeah, we're using super fruits. Yeah, super fruit. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. The vitamin C from the acerola, which looks like areola. I was like, (laughs) from the nipple super fruit? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, so you can't just... Put like you know, it's kind of the point with our Celsius podcast too, where we're like they put all these claims on the label to make it seem like it's healthier than it is because they know what people are looking for. Mm-hmm. But then again, it's like you can't like demonize everything. You can look at any food or drink from any angle and find something good or bad about it. It's just it's any alcoholic beverage, whether it has natural flavoring or not, is still alcohol. My brain just goes to, like, this is something recreational. It's not something yeah. you're doing for health. So stop yeah. kidding yourself. You're not drinking for health. So drink what you want to drink. Mm. Like, I mean, none of it's going to be good for you. Yeah. Yes, yeah. there are some that are going to be worse. Uh, the White Claws and the canteens and things like that are probably going to be on the better spectrum of things. If you're drinking eight of them, mm-hmm. you're only going to have 800 calories versus if you're drinking eight pina coladas, <laughs> you're probably going to have, what, 3,000 yeah. calories or something like that. But it's recreation. Yeah. So don't worry about getting vitamin C <laughs> in your or seltzer superfoods. water. Like get your vitamin C from an orange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say so, too. <clears throat> I think with alcohol, and, and this isn't the, the topic of today's podcast, but it's not even so much the 
alcohol you're drinking. I mean, if you're drinking a lot to excess, of course that matters, but people tend to make the not so healthy decisions with food the 24 hours after or during drinking alcohol. Very true. So, I mean, you could be drinking the most clean, healthy, you know, you could be taking shots of Everclear, I guess. I don't know. whatever. <laughs> Straight shots of vodka with lime. And if you're going to eat like an asshole later, mm-hmm. then... Eh. It's definitely going to affect your food decisions. I don't know anybody who drinks and doesn't want to eat afterwards <laughs> or at least like grab some of the bar snacks mm-hmm. that go along with it. For me, it was always the day after. Like yeah. I would just... It didn't Bottomless matter. pit. Bottomless pit. I was hungry all freaking day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know about about you, whenever you were, like, younger and would drink a lot or go out downtown and stuff, I never felt, like, as tempted by, like, street tacos or, like, pizza. Yeah. I was, like, just kind of focused on going to bed or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was always the next day. And yeah. And it was, like, horrible. Yeah, I was the same way. Everyone always wanted to go eat, and I'd be like, yeah, okay, maybe mm-hmm. I'll go along if with you. There. But it wasn't really my MO either. Mm-hmm. Definitely the next day. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, so when it comes to alcohol, I mean, I think when you're choosing one that's got better ingredients, which it looks like a lot of the seltzers or those pool... I just think of them as pool drinks. Pool drinks, boat drinks. Yeah, sometimes I have clients tell me that like, they sometimes at night will have like a high noon or something after dinner, and I'm like, huh. Like, to me, I'm like, at night? Didn't occur to me. Like, not in Need the sun? Need to be in the sun, yeah. Yeah, I know. In order to drink this. Although I did think it was interesting, at least, you know, I had the perks of talking to Kyle, who was a rep, and he was talking about how they use monk fruit, and... He was saying to me, I thought this was interesting, The at Whole Foods, like, we kind of know that Whole Foods is very stingy about the types of foods that they let into their market. He said it's, like, the hardest grocery store to get into just because of all their stipulations. And, like, one of their flavors can't be in Whole Foods just because of, like, a random ingredient in the coloring of the drink compared to the other flavors. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that's kind of interesting because I've thought about that with other products. Like, if I notice that a certain type of yogurt isn't in Whole Foods, I'll, like go back and check that yogurt when I'm at Publix and be like, oh, like, I see it has, like, an artificial color in there. Gotcha. There's something in it. So I was like, okay, so maybe that's a good place to shop for wines and shop for liquor because you're going to find yeah. something that have better ingredients if you don't want to take the time to look through everything. So they've done their homework to actually know what the ingredients are mm-hmm. so you don't have to Google it because you're yeah. not going to find it on the label. Yeah. That's I guess, a good point. I guess, like, High Noon had some color in it that was, like, some weird color dye that's not even listed on the label when I looked up High Noon, and that's why they can't be there. And I was like, huh. that's insane. Very interesting. So it's, like, stuff that even the public wouldn't even... They're hiding to think. a lot of stuff from us. They be hiding. But don't freak out. Like, I don't want to create a bunch of fear for people around foods and drinks and stuff like that. Yeah, and, but being realistic, yeah. alcohol is an inflammatory food. So mm-hmm. if you're trying to do anything where you're decreasing inflammation in your body, alcohol is one of the easiest things, mm-hmm. I would say, the lo- most low-hanging fruit to take out of your diet if you're trying to decrease inflammation. I've also had quite a few clients that we've had to sit and have that come to Jesus Mm -hmm. moment about alcohol intake Mm -hmm. and how it is getting in the way of them hitting their goals and having to come up with specific goals around alcohol a lot. Dude, that's the hardest one for me. Not anymore. I think it's gotten easier, but like that used to be kind of hard because you never want to point a finger at someone and be like, you don't want them to think you're calling them an alcoholic or telling them something like that. But there are some people who will recognize it. There are some people that are like, nope, I will do anything but cut back my bottle of wine every night. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, okay, well. And we're only going to get so far. We're only going to get so far, man. You know, I'll tell you, this is so funny. So if if you follow us on Instagram or anything, I did like a challenge where I was like, you know what? I'm just going to like not drink alcohol for 100 days. I felt really good. So I've just kept it going. 
And the crazy thing that happened was like the first two, three months, I had insane sugar cravings. I don't know if we've talked about this yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, you talked about your, your Tootsie Pops. I don't know that we talked about it on the podcast, but I know you and I talked yeah. about it. And I thought it was interesting because I would never drink like on weekdays. It just didn't occur to me. But I would go out with my friends and two or two times a weekend, pool parties, drinking, and then I never really had like sugar cravings when I was drinking alcohol. Like I'd want sweets, but I never craved or very rarely craved sugar like I used to. As soon as I gave alcohol, I was like craving sugar daily. And I was like, what the heck is wrong with me? And I like read about it and a lot of people experienced that. And you know, the word I came to a conclusion was, well, I'm still getting a lot of sugar from the alcohol I'm, I'm drinking on the weekends. Like I'm getting a sugar fix because I was drinking a lot of wine. I would drink a lot of high noons and, and white claws that do have added sugar. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I'm dumping a bunch of glucose into my system just within a 48 hour period. Mm-hmm. And so now that I'm not doing that, my body was, I'm guessing, Detoxing. I don't know. <laughs> but I was telling uh, my friend, she recently quit alcohol too, just for fun just to see what it's like and she's like i woke up from a nap the other day and i remembered i had oreos and it was the first thing i thought about and i never she it's, it's one of my best friends never she's never had sugar cravings before huh. so i thought that was very interesting yeah it is really interesting yeah just kind of i just sort of like at one point i was like okay i'm done like i'm gonna but it stopped these. for you it right? stopped after yeah. about two months i i was telling megan i was like after like a meal i would have a sugar craving and i would just have a tootsie pop and that would kind of like... Which appalled me. I didn't know people liked Tootsie Pops. Tootsie Pops are so good. Do. I like the brown flavor, which blows that everyone's mind. That is so weird. It's... Anyway. <laughs> That's can weird. Can you even find these, these? Like, where do you find Tootsie Pops? At the store. You can get them Any anywhere. Store. You can get Tootsie Pops by the pop at gas stations. Get out. And I know this because... You're when... the only person that's buying them. Yeah, you're damn right I am. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Because they're delicious. I'll do that on a long car trip. Still, I will always buy Tootsie Pop for a long car trip. It's like my thing. Love them. Huh. They give me something to do for like 15 minutes. <laughs> but anyway, so I was just saying, if anybody, you know, is cutting back on alcohol and you're noticing sugar cravings, maybe we should do a podcast about that sometime. I don't, I don't know if anyone's interested. Send us a DM if you are. But yeah, it's very normal. And then you just kind of have to decide, like, I'm done. And then just apply your normal strategies to sugar cravings and stop buying it. And now I don't have them any more than I did before. So yeah. Well, thanks, Kyle, for the yeah. canteen. We've got samples here, by the way. So he dropped <laughs> off samples. He also told me to DM him if you have any questions. If you live in Orlando, you can get him at Whole Foods, Total Wine, Wawa, ABC. Yeah, I I, I remember I used to drink them because he would come to our pool all the time, and he would bring the, I like the black cherry, and then he had the tequila, which is called, like, Cantina. So it was, like, a tequila or a Paloma in a can. Mm-hmm. Didn't look up the nutrition. I'm guessing they're a little bit more sugary, but they were really good. Yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> check those out. So I'll put his Instagram in the in the little, whatchamacallit, the description if you want to ask him questions. But, yeah, the next few clients who come in, we got <laughs> samples for you guys. I don't know if that's, like, cool for your dietitian to give you alcohol, but if you want it, I got it. Wait, what how many calories are these guys? 99. 99. Right. 99, zero carbs, zero sugar, and sodium. There's no sodium. None of them have a lot of sodium, though. So that's good news. And they're all gluten-free. Any of these things are going to be gluten-free. Well, that's another point. Like, when you're drinking beer, obviously, you're mm-hmm. getting gluten in most beers. So if mm-hmm. that was something that you were trying to avoid, this oh. is a better route for you to go. Random. So in our we have a Slack channel for our clients. So anybody who's, like, a long-term client of ours, we just give them the option and just be on a messaging board <clears throat> and ask questions. And somebody messaged about a non-alcoholic beer that they like. Mm-hmm. She liked it. And you mm-hmm. mentioned another one called Hop Tea. 
So that's actually tea with hops in it. So it so tastes like beer? It tastes like an IPA, which I despise, so I did not like. But, you know, if you like that fresh lawn clipping style beer, <laughs> you'll like these hop teas. Yeah, hers were called... I don't know what with no is. alcohol. That's- she sent us Athletic Green... No, Athletic Brewing, which she got after, like, a run Disney Expo. I only had a Heineken 0.0... I don't even like Heineken. I don't know why I ordered it. I guess to fit in. I thought it was disgusting. I was like, I would never drink this again. When I was pregnant, I had a couple that were good. Really? But they were like the craft type. Okay. Ones. They weren't like a Bud NA or anything. Where'd like you get that. those from? Uh, Total Wine. Okay. Though I remember the one that I really liked was like a raspberry sour, and so it kind of just hmm. tastes like a kombucha. Maybe I will <clears> try <throat> some of those. It was in a white can with pink letters. I don't remember what it was. Ew, it sounds name of it super was. pretty. It <laughs> sounds exactly like but something I would it buy. It was good for before people knew I was pregnant because I would just put it in mm. my little like holder thing and it just, from the top of it, it just looks like you're drinking a regular beer so nobody had any mm. questions about me being at the beach and not having a brew. Yeah, because that's what people ask. Are you pregnant? Mm-hmm. That's what people ask me all the time. I bet. Um, fun fact for the listeners... The day you found out you were pregnant, you were having us over for a pool party and didn't tell us yet, and you made us all watermelon margaritas. And I remember being like, Megan's in a weird mood. <laughs> and she was drinking. It's in a weird mood because she just found out she's having a baby. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. I was like, okay. Those were damn good margaritas. Yeah, they, they were. They had fresh mint from the garden in them. You make good cocktails. Mm, I do. Pretty yeah. good at it. Yeah. All right. Well, this is, I hope this was informative. I think it's interesting to really think about what's in your beverage, what's in your alcohol. Nobody really thinks about that because I think if you and I aren't thinking about it, the general public probably is not either. So thanks, Kyle, again for the canteen samples. I recommend them. I think they're good. Yeah. Message us if you have any other questions, if you want us to do a follow-up episode on other alcohols or anything else in this category. Yep. Um, You can send us a direct message on our Instagram at nutrition.awareness. I think that's usually where we get a lot of our requests for topics. Or if you just have little questions for us, it's a great place to get a hold of us. Thanks, guys. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Nutrition Awareness Podcast. And if you did find it helpful and want to share it with the whole world, screenshot this episode and tag us on Instagram in your stories at nutrition.awareness so we can connect with you. To get notified about the next episode of Nutrition Awareness, be sure to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. And to create your own personalized nutrition plan with us, be sure to schedule your virtual or in-person consultation on our website, www.orlandodietitian.com. Now get out there, fuel up, and live your healthiest life. We'll see you on the next episode.